Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Yeah, buddy. It's hour three of the GMAC Nation on 105.3 The Fan. It is time now for a... Dallas Cowboys NFL Draft Big Board Report. As we are now approaching just two months and the combine continues, I thought it would be a very appropriate time to deliver our first Big Board Report of the 2024 draft season. Here we go. General at your service at ease. There's Brian brought us two seats down for me, sipping on a 24-ounce Michelob Ultra, living his best life here in spring training. How the hell are you, dude? I'm doing great, sir. Day baseball. We got a good one here from the ballpark, the Royals and the Rocks, but can't wait for Rangers-Dodgers tomorrow. It's going to be electric. All the things to look forward to. Lucius Alexander's in the Pimp Cup back home. Master Control 75 and fits you. Eric Chiafalo is here. Carter Freeman's coordinating your video. You can uh, follow the show at GBag Nation on X. Ooh, hell of a grab up against the wall in right field. Wow. On nearly a full sprint, he takes the shot to the right shoulder and hangs on. That's a stinger, bro. And uh, the center fielder coming over to check on him. There goes the trainer from the Rockies uh, dugout. We're up. The gentleman is up, and uh, he's running back in with a, an applause from the crowd. It's one of the best catches you'll see, whether – spring training or in the show itself yeah hell of a snack yeah that was really really good right there dude dead on sprint looking back at the ball slamming into the wall right there i don't know if he's holding his shoulder or if he was grabbing his head there i thought that was a stinger waiting to happen i was thinking maybe he goes he goes a little bit numb he gets a little tingly from shoulder to to fingertip right there but he might be missing a couple of games as a result of that that is his throwing shoulder so we wish him uh, nothing but the best don't want to get into that injury report here on the show if we can help it yeah That's we're to right. the point in the game where there's like uh, like number 73's playing yeah number 89's playing you know that kind of thing so yeah temporary numbers temporary number guys are playing this ball game right now okay uh blogging the boys has a piece up draft observations for the last 10 years under will mcclay it's kind of a way of uh, evaluating um you know some of their their moves and you know their their team building philosophies and their trends the Cowboys are in line to make some noise in the first three rounds of this draft, but not having a fourth-round pick hurts going into this one. Uh, number three, using late-round picks for proven commodities is the way to go. That's something that they have done quite well, Brian, and I feel like it has uh, in, improved their uh, Super Bowl window significantly when you look at the corners, the safeties, and even the wide receivers they've been able to get in day three over the years. Yeah, it was kind of uh, it was a little bit different than what we've normally seen from the Cowboys, that they are a team that really appreciate their picks and they like uh, you know, like being a part of the middle of the draft, doing it that way. But to grab a wide receiver, Cooks, and then, you know, with Gilmore at the cornerback spot, uh, I think that we all would agree those were two 
well-spent middle-round picks uh, for the Cowboys last year. Observation number four, last year's draft class was drastically underwhelming. Is it a red flag? I mean, they. I, that, yeah. that was a weird draft, and I, yeah. I, I liked it at the time, but as it played out, dude, is there anything that you would go back and look at and say, hey, this is where you screwed up. you got to avoid doing this again. Kind of, uh, you know, they had, it's funny, they had the right, uh, they had the right idea about tight end, you know, in the in the first round, you know, there are, the guy at Detroit, Kincaid, uh, uh, no, no Porta, but, but, Porta, yeah, Porta was, he was, uh, you know, he was a guy that Mike McCarthy really really liked. We started hearing whispers about him while we were in that room, that maybe that they were going to draft him in the first round, and we we're all kind of going, hmm, that would be interesting, but uh, but they didn't do it, boy. But it looked like if they would have done it, it'd have been all right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, the thing about it is that I think they had the right idea for what they were going to do with Schoonmaker. Schoonmaker just didn't deliver, just did not deliver as a blocker. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that really, really hurt them uh, going forward. They needed Schoonmaker to, to be a point of attack player and help them in the running game, and he didn't do that. And then observation number five, trading a third or fourth uh, might be the way to go. This article from Blogging the Boys, observations from Will McClay's years running this draft. They've had a lot of success when doing that over the years, including last year. Um, uh, But, you know, I I don't know. I I look at that third-round pick as maybe a, a, a likely place that I need to get the young running back. Yeah. You know, if I don't get one in the first or second round, I need that third round pick to give me some sort of a, you know, a high probability of, of getting a guy that can be a star for me. So those are, are some of the things that they have done and some of the trends going into this year's draft. Landry Hat posted a, a seven round mock draft for us, Brian. The most interesting thing is round one where they take Oregon center Jackson Powers Johnson. Yeah. And this is exciting to me. If you look at the draft profile, It's just such a no-brainer home run. I would almost want to start a Jackson Powers Johnson to Cowboys campaign because of how great the fit is and how he profiles in both the running game and the passing game. How sure are you he's going to be there? That's the the problem that... uh that I'm working on right now. He's performing too well. Like, senior yeah. bowl, he's awesome. And yeah. he's starting to ca- – everybody's catching on that this dude is the real deal. And it seems like I'll, I'll kind of be surprised if he's there at this point, Bro. See, this is where you're also in that situation, too, where you've got some teams in front of you that can clearly use uh, center help. You know, you look at the Miami Dolphins at 21. Philadelphia Eagles probably at 22. Is he the consensus best center on the board? I think so. I think so. So you would have to trade up to 20. Yeah, you're going to have to. And the problem is, though, that if somebody from the back end, you know, say say somebody like Miami or Philadelphia, how aggressively they play, maybe they draft their guy at at, uh, 21, 22, and then trade back ahead of you again, you know. And and now, you know, know, Houston moves out of there and, you know, you – Teams know that Dallas is sitting on a center, much okay. like they were sitting on. Remember last year, Buffalo traded ahead of them for the tight end. Yeah. You know, so is it time for you to trade up in front of them and grab your guy, or do you like the centers behind Jackson Powers Johnson enough that you'd be comfortable taking one of them at 24? Powers Johnson's the best center in the draft. I, I will say this, though. I, I, I'm to the point in this draft where I think that I could honestly – I think I could if, – if I don't get Powers Johnson, I would be considering to trade back is what I would do. And, and I would try and recoup like an extra – the extra three, maybe an extra four, 
something like that. I would try and, and, and make up for the picks that I don't have. And I think Zach Frazier from West Virginia is ideal for me. If I can move back, say, five spots, and all of a sudden I get a chance to draft Zach Frazier from West Virginia, I think I'm winning right there. You are. I think I'm winning right there. And I'm plus I'm getting a pick in that third, fourth round. Yeah, I think that's the, that, that's the thing that we haven't really talked too, too much about that I think is probably the most likely scenario, knowing how much the Cowboys covet as many, as many uh, darts for the dartboard as possible when it, comes to, when it comes to the draft assets and not having some of those picks in the middle rounds. I think the most likely scenario, unless they have a surefire like Jackson Powers Johnson falls to them, I think trading back seems like it, it makes the most sense because you can still get the position you need the most, one of these centers, yeah, I, I and don't, accumulate more picks. Right. If, if say, Graham Barton from Duke is gone, I would, I would consider, if, if I've lost both the centers, uh, I would consider then moving back because I do – I like Frazier better than Barton, uh, but – there's people, I mean, the Cowboys might like to do tackle Barton, and they, they'll have to. I've seen Frazier play center at West Virginia. I haven't seen Barton from Duke play. Now We people, just heard about it. Yeah, I think people are projecting him to play there. Uh, he's a really good athlete, uh, second-level player. He's been nicked up a little bit. But the one thing I've seen with Zach Frazier from West Virginia is he's played center. Okay. And so that, that would be my guy. But maybe if the Cowboys, I think they could stand in there and take – uh, could take Powers Johnson and love it, and I think they would even consider Graham Barton as well. Man, so many options. It, it just seems like by the time you get uh, you know through that first pick, whether you take it at twenty four, you trade back to the start of the second round and, and do it there. Chances are very good. I, I'm just nervous that over the next couple of weeks here with free agency approaching, we're going to hear like the Cowboys like Biotish and did a team friendly deal, and they're happy with you know, the value that he gives them there. I, I, at, at that point, it would be a, a monster kick in the gut. I just think they need to be more athletic. And you think all three of the guys that you talked about there, Brian, could be stronger uh, against yes. that bull rush yeah, and more I, athletic I think, in the I, right I, game? Yeah, much, much, better, much better guys at securing the, the, uh, the, the ones and the threes, uh, much better playing second level, much better getting, uh, as I always talk about, cutting the defense in half in the running yeah. game, uh, and much better at working with – both Martin and Smith okay. uh, as your guards. Okay, we've talked a lot uh, about addressing linebacker in free agency. It just seems like the most cost-effective thing to do that you would get the least expensive players in free agency and, and then use your, your first and second maybe for the most expensive players. But Nick Harris, DallasCowboy.com, is asking, can Edron Cooper solve the linebacker problems, uh, saying the, the position is likely where Mike Zimmer has the most work to do in his first season. And this guy on, on paper, incredible grades in the pass and the run game. Uh, they had 10 sacks oh, wow. as a linebacker. So is, is this an inside linebacker, a real this, inside is, linebacker? No, sir, this is a legitimate inside linebacker. Oh. And, uh, you know, there were some snaps where he wasn't accounted for when you watch him play. Auburn, Alabama, LSU, well, they didn't account for him, and he just punishes the quarterback hmm. with the way he plays. He's a really good wrap-up tackler. He's 6'3", he's 230 pounds. I don't know how much weight, more weight you can add to him, but uh, – he might be maxed out weight-wise, but, man, he can hold his own when he has to deal with bigger blockers, for sure. Is he the best linebacker in the draft, according to you, or no, is it no. the Michigan guy? No, 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 no. Uh, when, as I look, as I, the, 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 the problem that I have 
the problem that I have with these with these uh, with these linebackers right now is they're all kind of nicked up, and so I think that you have to. My favorite one is the kid Wilson from North Carolina State as an inside linebacker. I got Wilson, uh, NC State, Cooper, Texas A&M, Colston, Michigan, and then Eichenberg from uh, Ohio State. Those are all second-round linebackers. I don't have a first-round linebacker on my board. Okay. Well, uh, maybe one you know is makes sense for you there. I, I'd like to see them add a veteran and get a young guy if the right player is falling on the board. I, I think you got to look at a total, total overhaul and think that, man, uh, it'd be great if Overshone continues to flash potential. But what we saw last year in camp, you can't take that to the bank as far as, like, um, you know, starting level NFL quality, anything like that. All righty, is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. We're live in Surprise, Arizona, uh, about, uh, about to reach the halfway point in the show. Still have two hours and 45 minutes of content on the way, including Woolchuck's top 10 at 420 is next. Chief, who has a... Uh, his broadcast responsibilities. Where are you taking us? Well, I will. Uh, I'll let you know who has committed the uh, the biggest clubhouse violation to date so far this week in spring training, and uh, and then we'll celebrate National Strawberry Day together next year in the nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.